30 for 30 here. We're going to um, preview the Northwestern Illinois basketball game for Thursday night. We've got Louis Vacare here, who is the uh, runs Wildcat Report, part of the Rivals.com network. He has uh, been doing it for a while. This is actually, this is funny, interesting tidbit he just mentioned. Like he and I have talked before and we've interacted, but we've never been face to face. So it's kind of an interesting thing. So we're still not face to face, but we kind of are, I guess. We're on a video call. So, hey, great to have you here. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And I, and I want to apologize that uh, we are doing some painting back here. So it, it kind of looks messed up and the lighting's strange, I know, but what are you going to do? It, it's all good. And, and you can, you can come down it when you're done with that. I've got a couple jobs. Paint <laughs> yeah. too, so. You know what? My wife is actually the painter, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we all have a role, right? Everybody has a That's role right. in the family. So. Got to know your limits. <laughs> so uh, first of all, I'll start off. I, I've got to ask you some questions is, uh, you know, football is probably the biggest sport right now at Northwestern just because they've had so much success with Pat Fitzgerald. And is Pat Fitzgerald going to be at Northwestern in the future? Or is he leaning to the NFL? What have you been hearing there? Well, I get that question a lot, Brad. <laughs> that's uh, that seems to be the question of the day. Uh, I personally don't think he's going anywhere. I, I don't have any inf inside information or anything like that, but I know fits pretty well. I think uh, he knows he's got it uh, pretty good here. And, you know, he's turned down Michigan, Notre Dame, Green Bay in recent years. I, I don't see, you know, Falcons, Lions, uh, you know, whoever else comes after him. I don't see him, you know, being swayed by that. And, you know, his, his oldest son is just a few years away from college now. And, you know, he's six foot five. He may be playing football for, for his old man. And I think that's something he'd really like to do is coach his kids. So uh, I don't see him going anywhere now. Yeah, he's he's done a fantastic job there at Northwestern. I mean, Illinois is hoping, hopefully with their uh, Brett Bielema can uh, make them competitive uh, moving forward. Maybe even beat Northwestern one time. Yeah. Um, that'd be really, I'm sure you. The return of Brett Bielema, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, it's basketball season now. Of course, you know, we've got a lot of, you know, recruiting, football recruiting, football coaching, but basketball is kind of taking the forefront here. And, um, you know, for all the accolades the Northwestern football team got, the Northwestern basketball team is off to a pretty good start this year and maybe a surprising start. Has it surprised you a little bit at how well they've played thus far? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this is a team that was 3-17 and 17 in the league last year, and they, they've already got three wins, right? They're 3-2. and two. They came out of the gate and won three in a row in the Big Ten, and um, so I think they've exceeded expectations for sure. And not only are they getting wins now, they're much more entertaining. I don't know if you had a chance to see them yet, but they're running, you know, they get out and run, they can score, they're hitting threes, you know, for the last few years, it's been just a tug of war, you know, it's just been an ugly slog in the mud and they've had to, you know, play defense and try to shorten the game and just wring every point out of it because they couldn't really score. They had the worst scoring offense in the big 10 last year. So this has been a really breath of fresh air. And, you know, even, even if they're not winning, you know, they, they've lost two in a row now, but they're, they're winning. But even if they weren't, it's, it's a much more entertaining brand of basketball. I think this is the way Collins wants to play. And I think it, it fits the personnel a little bit better. So it's uh, it's, it's a much better product. I'll put it that way. 
Yeah, the, the days of the Bill Carmody uh, 30 seconds of clock runoff and then a five-second late <laughs> shot clock play. Um, yeah, for what I've seen, you know, they, they have some guys. And it looks to me, you know, looking at the roster, watching them play last year, they were very young last year, had a lot of freshmen, sophomores, and now those guys are sophomores and juniors. And I think they only have, maybe I'm wrong here, but only one freshman who's getting a lot of minutes. So the, the, they're an experienced team. And I, I think that makes uh, obviously makes a difference in college basketball for sure is – um, do you think their experience is probably the biggest step that they've made here? Is that is the biggest difference? Yeah, I, I think, like I said, the style of play. So I think that has really helped. So they they run Nance out of the five a lot now. So they're doing a kind of a stretch five sort of thing. And I think that really fits his skill set a lot better. And they're trying to get out and run and score and transition and things like that. So that's that I think is it's a much better style for them to play. And, and you're right. I mean, guys like Boo Booey is making much better decisions this year. I think he's second in the Big Ten in assists right now. Um, he's taken a step up. Miller Cop's always been steady. You know, I think he's he's a year older, a year better. And they've had guys like, you know, Pete Nance and Robbie Barron, the bigger guys that put on a little weight this year so they can bang around in there a little bit better. And then the other thing they did add, uh, you know, so – you were talking about um, uh, Barry, the freshman, Ty Barry, who's uh, he's been a solid contributor. He comes off the bench. And then Chase Audige is the transfer from William and Mary. He's really been a, a big part of this as well. He gives them some athleticism. He's got some spring. He can, he can do things off the dribble and, uh, you know, help the, when the offense stagnates, he can sometimes make a play, you know, by himself. He can get his own shot. And he, I think he had a big game against Indiana. Was that right? Um, and, and huge. And so you look at these guys, I think one thing I've noticed too, is it's been a different guy. Maybe they've had three or four different guys go off in these games. And it's, so you can't really focus on one guy. I think it makes it more difficult to guard them this year when last year, you know, you kind of, you know, it was, you don't let cop get going, you know, and things like that. And, you know, you could kind of make Bowie make some poor decisions, but this year they've got more guys who can step up and make plays. And I, I think that's helped them. And, um, obviously a little bit better and, and having that depth, I think has really helped them. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, and, and it has been a different guy in the, the first big 10 game. It was boo boo. He scored 30 points. He went off and, and they beat Michigan state. They go down to Indiana. They were in a dog fight and chase. He scored 17 in the second half. I think he had, I think it was like the last nine points of the game. He just, yeah. he just lit it up down the stretch for him. And then, you know, Miller cop had uh, 23 points against Ohio state. So, They've had different guys and even, um, you know, even the loss to Iowa, which I thought they played pretty well. You know, it's, I, I was a tough team playing on the road. Um, but, you know, Nance had a career night, 21 points. He, he had a fantastic game. So it's, it's been different guys and you're right. That makes them a little harder to, to guard. And, and they've got a lot of guys that can hit threes this year. You know, the three point shot is a big part of their offense and They've got quite a few guys, you know, they can spread the floor out and, you know, they're kind of running a, a five out system this year. And, you know, they, they spread the floor and uh, they got guys that can knock down the shots this year. And that, that was my next thing I was going to talk about. It seems to me like when you look at their, their games that they've won and, you know, uh, it's been three point shooting when they shoot the ball well from three, you know, I, I think they've been in, in all their, all but one of their two losses, they shot under 30%, I think from three, Every other game, they've been 34 or higher. And they won game they did lose I, um, early on. But other than that, I mean, they, they've shot the ball well from three. And it kind of if they don't shoot the ball well, it seems like it's probably hard for them to, to win against maybe a Big Ten team here. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, I, 
I would guess that's probably true for most teams, right? Three point yeah. shooting. If you're shooting it well, you're probably going to win the game. But but you're right. They're shooting over forty percent uh, as a team this year, which is which is pretty good. And you got Miller Cop, who's he's at fifty four percent on three pointers. I mean, that's that's amazing. So they've got some guys that can knock them down, and when they are hitting them, it makes them so much dangerous, so much more dangerous. It opens up the floor for them. And they've been running last few games, especially. I've seen a lot of those backdoor cuts because now teams have got to go out to guard them, and they're trying to you know catch them and sleeping and run the old you know Bill Carmody. It kind of looks like that old Princeton yeah. thing, right, where you, they make a back cut and they deliver the bounce pass. So that's, uh, it's, it's, that's opened up there for them too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually fun to see that the spacing and the movement. And it's really fun to watch. Illinois tries to do that too. get four guys around. Of course they have one guy in the middle, the big guy, you know, obviously right. Kofi, but, but they try and get those other five guys to, you know, be running around outside and leave that open middle. And we've seen that as well. Um, a little bit better is, is the, is the big concern maybe with Northwestern, can they defend, somebody like Kofi or, or maybe a, a team like Illinois that's been, you know, whether an Iowa, you know, scored pretty well teams that are, you know, top five teams in the country offensively. Is that probably their biggest issue right now? Yeah, I think, you know, you look at their lad, their two losses. Now they lost two in a row. And I, I thought against Iowa, they doubled Garza on, on the inbound right away. Right. So that opened up some shooting and Frederick, you know, he had, I think it was 19 points and Bohannon had 24 and it, you know, they were almost all on threes and every time, you know, they, he got Garza got the ball to the open man and, and they knocked it down and that's what killed him there. And then against Michigan, I think it was, you know, Dickinson. I don't know if you've seen him yet, boy, he's an impressive, I mean, for a seven foot freshman. Very that guy, good. Wow. Very good player. Yeah. He, yeah. he really impressed me. So their size and physicality you know Collins talked about after the game that that really bothered him uh, he, he thought their offense couldn't get going and and the same kind of thing happened they'd have to double in the post and then some guys get open on the perimeter and and they really kind of ran into a buzzsaw Michigan's a pretty impressive team you know they you know they've lost two in a row and people are starting to ask questions and, and their point totals have gone down a little bit but you know you're playing two potential top 10 teams there on the road I mean those are, that's, that's a tough draw. I mean, I think they, they just got beat by better teams, at least on that night, you know? Yeah. And, and they get another, they get a third team that's in that same vein on Thursday, you know, with Illinois. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing I was talking to Orlando Antigua this week. I did a podcast with him and it, we talked about, there are like nine teams ranked in the top 25 out of the 14. You don't get an off night in the big 10. I mean, every oh. team is good. And so, it's really hard. You think, well, hey, maybe if I get through this game, well, then comes the next game. So you get through Iowa, you got Michigan, now you get Illinois. And, uh, but at least they're at home, I guess, yeah. for Northwestern. I guess they're probably happy to be back in the, the confines there. Yeah, they're, they're back home, and I got a few days off now, right? So they can, uh, you know, maybe do a little extra preparation, get some rest. Uh, but, yeah, it's another daunting challenge. And I think with Illinois, you're facing the same kind of thing, right? They got the, the monster in the middle with Coburn. And are they going to double him right away and then give up? too many outside shots you know they got to find out how they're going to defend you know the the big guy in the post because they don't really have the muscle in there you know Ryan Young and and Pete Nance you know if, they, if I think the fear is too if you go one-on-one -on -one, okay maybe guard on the perimeter to let them go one-on-one -on -one. not only is he going to score points but you're going to fall out of the game too right? right so they've got to I think try to figure out what their best approach is when they do have when, when a team does have a, a big guy in the middle that can score like a Coburn like a Garza Dickinson yep yeah I totally agree it's a it's a tough matchup I, I but I, the one thing is I and that's what I said about a team like Northwestern 
if they shoot the ball, you know, they've got a chance because they're good shooters. They have a chance they shoot the yeah. ball well. You got a chance to to, to win that game. And uh, so just uh, kind of what what do you what do you think we're going to see Thursday night? What do you expect from uh, the Wildcats? Well, you know, I already kind of talked a little bit about it. I'm curious to see how they do guard Coburn and, and what they do defensively. And, you know, offensively, they're going to do what they always do. They're going to try to get out and run, try to get some transition baskets, uh, try to get Coburn out of the middle. You know, that's that's what, you know, on the other end, try to make him guard Nance or Barron or whatever out on the perimeter, get him out there, make him run, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and th they're going to shoot threes. That's a big part of their game. And they're going to, they're going to run and try to get some transition baskets and try to hang with them. So can I, can I get you on with a prediction on record for what you think is going to happen Thursday? Well, it's a tough matchup. I, I think for, for Northwestern, it's a tough matchup. I think they've shown when you got the, the big center that can score, that's a, that's, that's a big problem. I don't know if they're going to be able to work that out. We'll see, but you know, and then you got, uh, Mr. Io Desunmu on, on the perimeter, who's he's not, he's not bad either. <laughs> he's not bad either, right? So they got the one-two punch, and and I'll tell you, and watching Illinois, I haven't watched a ton of them this year, but I've been really impressed with Curbella. Wow, he's he's a heck of a player. That guy, he really pushes the pace, and you know, I yeah. think Illinois is a team that you know, if Northwestern wants to run, well, they I think they can run with them. I don't think that's uh, that's a yeah. problem. Illinois is a deep team. I mean, I would give them an edge on Thursday. I, I think that they would probably come out with the win. But like you said, if, if they shoot the three well, they got a shot, you know, and yep. that's uh, that's all you can ask for, really. Yeah. So, yeah, you mentioned Corbello. Corbello has been fun to watch. He's Demonte oh, yeah. Williams said the other night, um, you know, he, he's got eyes in his elbows and his <laughs> and his knees and everywhere. He just finds guys and you, you don't even know you're open and he throws you the ball. So, yeah, he's been fun to watch. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the game Thursday. I think it's exciting when the two in-state schools are both uh, both good and both competitive. And uh, this this little in-state, it's too bad we can't have fans at the game. I've always enjoyed going yeah. up there for the, the, you know, the orange and purple you know, contrast there in this, in the stands. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. So I appreciate you coming on and, uh, uh, thanks again. I will, uh, hopefully we'll see you down the road and, uh, hopefully it'll be, we'll see you face to face at some point, you know, not over a zoom call. So, yeah, that's, that's the hope for everybody. Right. But, uh, <laughs> thanks for having me on Brad. I appreciate it. And, uh, we'll see what happens Thursday. Looking forward to the game. Okay. Thanks Louie. Appreciate it. All right. Take care.